I get a little bit perplexed. I get a little bit confused about some things in the world. How about you? One of them is this really interesting concept of a cheat day. Most days somebody will share with me that they're on their cheat day or they are excited about getting to their cheat day when it comes to their eating plan. So it goes like this, and I'm sure you've heard of it if you haven't done it yourself, which is can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have for six days. And on the seventh day, thou shalt cheat. Thou shalt eat whatever thou want to. I have a real interesting question about that. I have a fantastic relationship with a gorgeous man. His name's K-Man. He's my husband, and I love him dearly. I can't imagine what he would say. In fact, I can, but I'll just ask the question anyway. If I said to him, K-Man, I love you, and I'm going to be loyal to you and honest, and I'm not, not going to look at another man for six days of the week, but on the seventh day, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to go and sleep with other people. Now, it seems a ridiculous thing to say. And what kind of relationship would it be? Now, there's no judgment because I get some people have all different kinds of relationships. But the relationship that I'm in, that would destroy my relationship. If K-Man came to me and said, for six days, I'm going to be a gorgeous husband, but on the seventh day, I'm going to be an ass, and I'm going to go and cheat on you, uh, I'm not the kind of person that would have a relationship like that. I would be gone. I have self-respect, and I'm not going to have a relationship with somebody that doesn't, or I'll rephrase, they respect me six days, but not seven. Is that true? Is that really true? Or does it really mean I don't respect you at all? I'm just going to pretend to for six days. Now, the reason I'm asking the question is uh, my entire career path as an exercise professional when I was personally, personally coaching people with their exercise program uh, was with people who had very poor relationships with food, very poor relationships with themselves because of food or vice versa. So they were using food as a weapon against themselves or a way to hurt themselves. And I just think that's a very sad way to live, and I don't want that for anybody. So people that would not eat food at all, so they were anorexic, or they were bulimic, so they would eat an enormous amount of food, then feel really guilty about it, and either throw it up or take laxatives to pull it out or exercise fanatically to get rid of it. Or people that would eat an enormous amount of food and just keep eating and eating and eating because they wanted to damage their body because they didn't like who they are. Now, I'm always very uh, respectful of sharing that because it's a really horrible headspace uh, but I'm sharing it for a reason and it's not to be dramatic but it is dramatic because can you imagine living your life like that where food is controlling your life so much that you either don't eat it at all because you want to be in control of it so there's a, an emotional state because obviously that's not logical it's an emotional state that's controlling your life or you eat an enormous amount of food and then aim to get rid of it which is of course not logical that's emotional or you eat an enormous amount of food even though you're not hungry, you're just doing that to damage yourself, which is of course not logical, it's emotional. So what pushes people to that point? And is it possible that that comes from an unhealthy headspace? And where does that start? So my goal is always that our kids grow up in a world where they never know what a diet is. They never know about intermittent fasting or eating three times a day or um, you, sh you can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have. I never want them to know about eating disorders. I would just like our kids to be born, love their food, be hydrated and love drinking water, exercise with passion and energy and excitement because they want to be fit and strong and then live their life, all, the, all, that, all of that happening and then die at 120, 30, 40, 50, barring accident, they live a very long time. 
Uh, and I know that there's a lot of uh, tough stuff that happens in the world and I want our kids to be tough and strong to be able to handle it. But I don't want our kids to be tough and strong to have to handle an eating disorder or handle a, a bad relationship with their food or handle being overweight or handle coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, sarcopenia, a bad virus, whatever it is. I would like our kids to have healthy, fit, strong bodies so they can handle all the external stuff that happens to them because they're healthy on the inside. So what's that got to do with cheating? Well, if you were going to create a healthy eating plan for a child, would it include eat six days of healthy and then one day of crap? Would you actually do that to a child? Would you want them to grow up as, would that be a normal healthy eating plan for a child? There's my first question. My second question is, if you restrict your food in any way, shape or form, is it possible that there is a bounce back effect, a binge effect? So if I can't have, can't have, can't have, can't have, can't have for six days, on the seventh day, am I more likely to eat more rubbish than I normally would? Now, some of the concept for that process, for that binge, sorry, for that cheat day, is that uh, you can't eat that much bad food in a day. So you're, if you've got six days of great eating and one day we can eat whatever you want, you probably won't eat that much anyway. But how will you feel when you do? If you eat crappy food all day, and when I say crappy food, I'm not... I'm actually not talking about chocolates, biscuits, pizza, ice cream, takeaway food, drink, Coke, whatever it is that you think is crappy food. Uh, for some people, that's their favorite food. For some people, it's something that they, they thoroughly enjoy every single day. But they've still got a healthy headspace and they've still got a healthy body and they're not mentally upset, angry, disturbed because of their relationship with food. How do we get to that space? How do, we, how do we bring up our kids to know that there are no good or bad foods, it's just the amount that you eat them? But the beautiful thing about a fit, strong body is doesn't matter how much food you put in front of a fit, strong body, when its endocrine system is working effectively, when your brain central nervous system is working effectively, your body, your hormones and your central nervous system will say, I'm full, I don't eat anymore. So we never even have to teach our kids to don't eat too much of that because it's bad because I don't even want to eat too much of it. And I don't know if you've ever met kids like this and I get really excited when I do. What would you like to eat? Oh, I have an apple. What do you feel like? Oh, can I have a, a banana? What do you feel like? Oh, can we have a sandwich? Uh, there's, have you, I've met kids and, and worked with kids and had the wow experience of parents who've never put any restrictions on their kids' food. They've just said, eat when you're hungry, stop eating when you're full, enjoy your food and tell me what you feel like eating. And that's the really exciting question, isn't it? Won't your body tell you? If you're thirsty, your body will tell you, I need to get some liquid in me. If your body needs vitamin C, is it possible that your body will say, perhaps you should eat an orange or you should have a strawberry or you should eat a potato, which is high in vitamin C? Is it possible that if you listen to your body, if you've got a finely tuned body, that it will tell you what you need to eat? And have you ever said that to yourself? I feel like having a salad. I feel like eating some vegetables. I feel like, and here's an interesting one, I feel like some lollies. Is it possible that if you've got a finely tuned body, knowing that the brain runs on glucose and muscles run on glycogen and your whole body really is determined by your blood sugar levels, sugar levels, that for some reason, if you've got a finely tuned body, you might actually eat lollies because you need to get some sugar into your body. Now, are there people that eat lollies and chocolate and, and takeaway food and drink soft drink because their endocrine system is completely screwed up 
and they just eat for the sake of eating or they eat for pleasure or they eat for pain or they eat because they're bored, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a highly tuned body. And if you were creating a highly tuned body from scratch, would you tell it to eat whatever it wants one day a week and eat healthy six days a week? If you were giving relationship advice to young children about when you meet the person that you're in love with, we suggest that you are loyal and gorgeous and delightful and respectful and honest and don't cheat six days of the relationship, but on the seventh day, you should cheat. I, can you see why I get perplexed with this whole concept? I find it one of the things in the exercise business, uh, the advice given on a regular basis, and again, I'll share people, most days somebody will say to me, I'm either on my cheat day, oh, I'm on my cheat day, Rose, I'm eating chocolate, or I wish I, could, wish it was my cheat day because I really want some chocolate. What if every single day you just ate, every day of your life, 365 days for the rest of your life, you ate for pleasure and performance. You ate what you love to eat. You didn't eat the stuff that you don't like. You eat when you're hungry. You stop eating when you're full. You never have to go on a diet. You've got a body that's in great shape. You're a high-performance, energetic machine that doesn't need to have a cheat day, that doesn't need to go on a diet, that doesn't need to lose weight. Now, if you're in the position right now where you've let your body get out of shape or you're not healthy, fit and strong or you want to change the way you are physically, is the answer to eat healthy, clean, whatever that means, six days a week and then blow out on the seventh day? Is that really the advice that you would give yourself as your own high-performance coach? And I'm very careful because we all get to do whatever we want. I get that. You can eat whatever you want. Some people eat one day and not the next day. Some people eat two days crappy and two days healthy. What I don't even know what, they, what their crappy means because I love chocolate and I love biscuits and I love lollies and I love ice cream and I love cake and I love takeaway food. I love all of those things because everything I eat I love. I also love to have a salad. I love to have a, a, a yummy meal that's been cooked by my gorgeous husband. I love to eat health, whatever healthy food is. But for me, healthy food is that it's good for my brain and it's good for my body. It's good to give me a high-performance machine, vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals. And there's some things that I eat every single day I'd never miss because they really provide me with what I need. But what about the stuff that uh, gives me mental health? And what about the stuff that gives you mental health? I've got somebody calling me at the moment. I think you can hear the phone in the background. Uh, I will share with you that often when people call me, it's to share with me that they're not happy with their eating or exercise plan and how can I help them. They're not ha happy with their, I can't have chocolate today, I wish I could, I'm angry because I can't, or I've just eaten two packets of chocolate because for, for six days I couldn't, 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 couldn't have chocolate and now I've just eaten two packets because I, I, I'm binging. Is that what we really want for the rest of our lives? And I always ask that question, whatever you decide to do, is it something that you can stick to for the rest of your life? Is it achievable? Is it in moderation? Is it realistic? Is it time efficient, interesting, enjoyable? And is it based on common sense? And that's for me the most important one because that's the Smarties principle. I'll just rephrase that because I've got a bit out of order. Smarties is something I can stick to for the rest of my life. Moderation, achievable, realistic, time efficient, interesting, enjoyable, and does it make sense? Common sense and or science, but usually common sense. If you ask yourself, should I restrict my food, can't have, can't have, can't have for six days, and then on the seventh day eat whatever I want, and I'll go back to the question that I did ask about that. How do you feel at the end of a day if you've eaten stuff 
that either you thought was bad food, and that's usually the one, isn't it? I'm gonna, I can't have all this stuff during the week, so now I'm going to eat this on my cheat day. How do you feel at the end of that day? Do you have a stack of energy? Do you feel really good that you got to eat all the bad stuff? And then tomorrow, so even if you're really happy at the end of that day, oh, I got to eat pizza and I got to eat, eat cake and I got to have an ice cream, but tomorrow, now my life's over because tomorrow I have to go back to six days of not eating the things that I really want to eat. Why would you live that way? That's a really important question that I think we need to ask ourselves. And if you're giving out information like that, do you really want people to live like that? Can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have, and then on this day you can. Wouldn't it be nice to be in a, a loving relationship with your food where seven days a week you looked after the relationship? You were mentally and physically looking after your relationship with your food, just like we do with our physical and emotional relationship with our partner or our family or the people that we care about. We would never just give that six days, would we? Wouldn't we give that, give that seven days, 365, our best effort every single day, mentally and physically? So the things that you love to eat, why would you not eat them every day? The things that you don't like to eat, why would you eat them six days a week? Why not just love your food, eat when you're hungry, stop eating when you're full, eat the foods that you love, eat for performance, eat for pleasure, and have a body that makes you feel good about yourself so that you can have great relationships with other people and with your food. Could that be living life to the max? Super duper doo, how are you? I love you, my food and my relationship and my life. I love you, I love you, I love you. Woohoo!